And I asked you what your request was about my dress, if you had any. Mm. And to my surprise, you did have a request. Mm. Do you remember what you said to me? I do not. <laughs> Dear Shandy. Welcome back to Dear Shandy, listeners. Hello, Andy. Hello. How are you today? Doing uh, great. Sunny Seattle. Sunny Seattle. There actually is a moment of sun right now. I don't think it's sun. It's more of bright clouds. <laughs> hmm. So obviously we are coming to you guys from Seattle, from our hotel room where we're staying. And w this seems to be a tradition where we record on COVID Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of sad, actually. That is sad. We this, did it last year, too, right? Yeah. Last year, we did our proposal story, which was by popular request. I don't want anyone to think that this is just us being like, let's tell yeah. you our stories. <laughs> but I swear you guys have been asking for it. Yeah. And this time, we thought we would do wedding story. Yeah. Because a lot of people have been asking about our wedding Z. Z. There's an S there. Yes, our marriages. <laughs> our marriages. And we thought today we would do that. Let's let's do that. Okay. I think we should do that. Okay. That's what Christmas is for. <laughs> That's what the ancients did on Christmas. <laughs> so, and Andy, I've had to convince you to do this one. You weren't really keen. I, the problem is, is I don't have a strong recollection of all the details. It was like a real whirlwind. A very, like stressful and over in a minute kind of thing yeah and um wonderful though really mm -hmm. fun thanks I mean, not, <laughs> nice rescue there <laughs> yeah no yeah uh i didn't want to put a, a damper on. it was very fun time mm -hmm. but it went by in like a second and my memories are very blurred yeah so i i didn't feel like i would have a lot of chronological detail to to offer which i think you probably have a better yeah. In general, I do think our, our wedding, at least, maybe not our first marriage, but mm. our wedding, I think, is more so my territory. Yeah. Because I definitely did most of the heavy lifting in that department. Uh, I mean... <laughs> you did a lot of yes and no, and that's it. <laughs> yeah. There was, there was no lifting. No lifting whatsoever. No. But let's get started, and we'll just see what happens. And if this sucks, then we can just scrap it. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right. You can always do that. Yeah, that's a nice thing about recording just the two of us. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's start at the where we left off actually with our proposal story, which was you having you having proposed and us getting married before we went public with our relationship actually. Yeah. That, oh my God, that's right. After you proposed is when I went public that we were dating. Yes. And then after we legally got married is when I went public with the engagement. <laughs> so you're always one step behind. It's a good, safe, safe strategy. <laughs> you never know. Maybe it doesn't work yeah. out. We also had a kid a couple of years ago. Well, one of these days you'll Instagram about that. How to keep keep them. It says something secret. about how up to date my Instagramming is. Yeah. But I remember, yeah, I posted our first uh, engagement photo after we legally got married because we chose to do City Hall. Yeah. In January of 2015, this was 10 months after we first met. You proposed after five and a half months, and then we officially tied the knot at City Hall around four months after that. Mm -hmm. And. My parents flew down for that. They did. Yeah. That was cute. And your mom came. She ventured out of her five to 10 block radius of her she apartment. She did. Yeah. Yeah. It's a big, big trip. Big trip. That was um, potentially our wedding day. So yes. So I think no one wanted to miss it. Yes. We weren't sure if we were going to have a wedding at that point. Yeah. As a matter of fact, I kind of thought that we probably wouldn't. 
Oh, see, I thought we probably would. And that's why I wore shorts. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't. I wasn't tipped off by that clue. I was just like, sweet, 50 bucks, all done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, if only. Yeah. I was still torn about that. But we decided because we were starting to think about planning a wedding. And our immigration lawyer mm -hmm. wisely said, I'm not sure if you want to put all the time, money and effort towards planning a wedding when I'm Canadian and there are some paperwork things that need to be considered mm -hmm. and you don't want to put all of that into a wedding to only to find out that something isn't approved or isn't approved in time or just no. there's some logistical issue. So he recommended that we do what he recommends a lot of people do when one person is not a citizen and that mm -hmm. is do city hall first and then take your time planning a wedding. Yeah. And so smart. we technically had a green card wedding, Andy. We did. Yes. Technically, you could have, after you got your green card, been like, ah, <laughs> sucker. Actually, but we even joked happened. that when the two year hit, there was like a two year trial period where you have to pretty much prove that you're in a legitimate relationship. Mm -hmm. And then you get an official permanent green card. Yeah, yeah. And when I got that in the mail, I jokingly was like, okay, bye. Yeah, pack your bags. <laughs> got what I wanted. I mean, that was a slow, you were waiting for that joke for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> Let me have my joke. No, I mean, you had it. We knew, we all knew it was coming. Yes. So when it did land, I gave you a little chuckle. But yeah. It, it, was, was, it was still funny. Thank you. Still Thanks. funny after all those years. So we did City Hall. I think in the back of your mind was maybe this is it. And back of my, my mind was maybe this is it. I'm not sure yet. Mm -hmm. I wasn't the kind of person who had really thought about her wedding day, honestly. No. All I knew was that my wedding dress, if I were to wear one, would be backless. backless yep. Yes, everyone knows that mm -hmm, by now. Mm -hmm. And other than that, I, uh, I wasn't sure. I, it's funny, in retrospect... I mean, well, I don't want to spoil anything, mm. but I just really was torn on whether or not society or our culture as a whole was telling me that I needed a really big, white, expensive wedding mm -hmm. because it felt like a, a pretty needless expense, yeah. large expense, mm -hmm. and also just the time and effort. There's, oh, I mean, I mean I that was a full-time job for a while. Yeah. And so we did City Hall and I was like, I think I'm good. Yeah, that was it. We were married yep. and still in love. Yep. And that's the end of the podcast. Thanks again <laughs> for listening, guys. And tune in. Oh, is that it? Are you still going? Yeah, we waited a long time before we had the wedding. And finally, we were. I was like, it was sort of niggling at me because I'm a regret or sorry, a fear of regret person. Is I was, niggle a word? What? Niggle is a word? A niggle. There's something niggling at you. That's a word. Huh? I had a niggle. No, one hundred percent sure that's a word. N i g g l e. I, I I will be looking this up after the podcast. <laughs> okay, well, I had a niggle. Okay, uh, that I might regret not having done it, which is my big thing that I live by is sort of fear of regret. I don't want to regret any major decisions, and yeah. that's why I'm an opera singer. That's why yeah. I started this. We started, sorry, this podcast. Yeah, a lot of the things you've gotten stuck doing are because <laughs> of your fear of remorse. <laughs> <laughs> it's so true. And the wedding was no different. It was haunting me. And I felt like I might just look back and, and wish that we had an album, mm -hmm. the big white dress. If we ever did have kids, it would yeah. just be a sort of nice and, memory. And to be fair, you got me even. And I was a stalwart anti-wedding person. I'd never. I would, for, Were you really? I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. I was always like I from the day I was um, a, a young man. Like way before I even started really dating. Yeah. I always worried. Like I didn't want to have a wedding. It, it scared me. 
it seemed like a big undertaking. I didn't like the thought of being like the center of attention. Yeah, I think we both struggled with the concept of being sort of putting on a show that we were starring in. Yeah. Which is really not our personalities. And I know that sounds a little ridiculous coming from us doing this podcast at this moment. It's true. But it really, this podcast was never really meant to be about us anyway, honestly. It was really about relationships and our advice, maybe. Mm -hmm. The wedding felt a lot more like celebrating us. And it felt kind of self-indulgent. And so we struggled a bit with that. But overall, my fear of regret won out. Yeah. That was the main reason we had a wedding. No, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. And, and and it's also, for me at least, I think you also agree, was the concept of planning your own birthday party feels a little weird. Yeah. We're both not big birthday, self-birthday party right. planners. It seems almost self-indulgent. It seems embarrassing like to be planning this big birthday party for yourself. The same but, way but that- I always felt that it would be sort of feel self-indulgent and kind of embarrassing to be putting that much work into a, really a party for yourself. Yeah. But what's funny is when other people do it for themselves, I never think that. Right. You always think it's like some, some mysterious forces put it all together. Like it's not the couple. <laughs> <laughs> The wedding The stars aligned and this wedding happened. No, you're making a good point. And whenever I've been invited to someone's own birthday party or wedding or whatever, something where they've put a lot of time and energy and resources into celebrating themselves or their relationship, I've never once thought, oh, that's self-indulgent. No, I guess not. I wonder if people agree with us on this or if we're just such overthinkers. I think some people don't care at all. Some people are like, I'm planning a party for myself and that's great. I don't care. I want to be more like them. I would love to be more like them. Yeah. I feel like we would throw great parties if we were like that. I 100% agree. And I think going through life as somebody who enjoys and feels no regrets about planning their own parties is a good way to live. (laughs) So... My fear of regret went out and we decided that we would have our wedding in September of 2016. Mm-hmm. Or do you want to go through the venue picking? The venue picking was... A nightmare? <laughs> was it a nightmare? Uh, it was a nightmare until it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Basically, in short, I'll try to keep this brief because I don't think anyone really cares, but we wanted to get married in Manhattan proper because it was home for both of us or is home for both of us. We basically, we wanted a venue that felt New York in some way. It had character and felt New Mm York-y. Excuse me. (laughs) You know, you know what sucks about champagne glasses? What? When you have a big nose, your (laughs) nose bumps the other side of the glass. Oh. Like otherwise, like I have to be like, oh my God, I've never noticed this before. I basically had to put my nose in. Yeah, you're fogging up just trying to take a sip. Yeah. The nose has no place. This this glass has no function. I'm so me. sorry. I won't give you one of those anymore. This is how I do it. If I don't touch my nose, this is how far back I have to go. Oh, my God. If I touch my nose. <laughs> and if I want to drink it like a normal person, I just stick my nose in. So I have a question. Is it so unpleasant to stick your nose in or have it touch your nose? It's, no, it's more of what I think other people are saying. Like, I've, I'm very aware of how big my nose is when I'm drinking out of a champagne glass. Oh, wow. Yeah, otherwise, I don't, I don't think about it ever. Okay. It's only when this happens. Suddenly, I'm like, oh, I have a big nose. <laughs> I love your nose. Thank you. It, was, it wasn't about that. It was just about, you know, the issues I have with <laughs> was champagne. That a, uh, yeah, it was like a slow play fishing for a compliment. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. <laughs> I gave it to you. <laughs> Ow, yes. <laughs> 
Okay, so we wanted a venue that felt New York-y, so, that, so it had character in some way. And mm-hmm. that was about it. That was our only requirement. Yeah, character. Same thing I find, it's just in living, apartments, everything. I like things that have character because cookie cutter, y- you have to really create something special in a cookie cutter. Yeah. Without the cookie cutter aspect, the special is created a little bit for you. It's in so In general true. in life. Yeah, and we saw this one venue... Uh, in the West Village, it was this town ho- town home. We thought it was pretty cute, yeah, it was but it cute. was also like it was, like, eh. it was a little eh. It looked like a place you have a small wedding at. Yeah, well, this was important as we wanted it to be small, a hundred people or less. That mm-hmm. was a thing. Yeah. And then we saw another venue that was like this, some big penthouse space. It was basically yeah, it was, a big square. It was the ultimate cookie cutter yeah. wedding place. Yeah, the views were nice, but Good there was views. nothing about the venue itself that felt New York. No. And then we went to another wedding place yeah <laughs> well we went to a wedding oh we went to a wedding that's of, right of friends of yours yes their wedding was not our taste right is there a polite way of putting that their wedding was not something that we would like to emulate <laughs> for our wedding yeah their wedding was beautiful but it wasn't what we were looking for but right. most importantly is at this wedding we met another couple who had recently gotten married at the venue where we had our wedding yes and they were raving about it we never would have like it just didn't come across in my searches. This yeah. was Battery Gardens, and so then we promptly looked into that place and loved it. We fell in love with it. On it the was spot. instant. Yeah, there was. We actually when we got there, we were like, "How did we not know about this? And how is not everyone having their wedding here yeah. in the whole city? It was perfect." Yeah, and it was in our budget, which was obviously well, important to us. Well, that was the thing us. that was strange. Like, yeah, when I saw it, I was like, "Okay, this is nice, but this is going to be like way a out of our budget." Dollars. Yeah, and it wasn't. It was actually weirdly more affordable than some of the cookie cutter places we saw yes how is that possible (laughs) i don't get it i still don't get it yeah we felt like we were getting a deal and we both of us love that feeling and so we pounced on that and booked it again for september 2016 okay so back where i was and then i got an opera gig for a role i was dying to do it was my first ever candide oh yeah i guess this is such an opera singer thing to do but we postponed our own weddings yeah. for this one contract i think it was the right thing to do i mean it actually was the gift that kept on giving because me having done that it ended up being bernstein's 100th anniversary or yes, something yes. The, the following few years there mm. were a lot of candides coming up in the next few years and yeah. i got cast a lot because i was yes. experienced yes. from that it was, gig it was the right move yeah so there you go things tend to work out mm-hmm. And so we postponed our wedding for a full year later, September 2017. Yeah. And then about a year in advance, we realized that I just, I say I, we realized that we did not have it in us to plan a wedding. I mean, you're looking at me like I ever knew that (laughs) not to be the truth. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that. I would maybe take to it or maybe with this project like upon me, like with a deadline. And I, I just thought that. First of all, I'm going to get it out of the way. I'm not a party planner. I mm. never plan my own parties. I yeah. never throw myself parties. Yeah. And a wedding is essentially the biggest party ever. Mm-hmm. It's a very complicated and expensive party. And I realized that I had uh, no idea what I was doing and I wasn't really good at researching. And so that's when we got a wedding planner. And then this is where we started. We're going to start intertwining the sort of influencer aspect of our wedding. Mm-hmm. I'm including this because I think people might find it interesting. I don't know. I do think they will. I think some people will find it interesting. Basically, we knew that 
you know, through the bachelor world that we could maybe get some discounts, <laughs> <laughs> some discounts on things in exchange for press. And so I started working with a wedding PR company. They had done Desiree Siegfried's wedding mm-hmm. and pretty much they did a lot of outreach with brands and a lot of, you know, a lot of, we would get a lot of arrangements made. For example, florals, we got a big discount in exchange for dedicated posts. And most importantly, uh, an, an Us Weekly online article. And yeah. we actually would end up getting a print one as well. Yeah, that was fun. But yeah, so that added a whole other element of planning mm-hmm. as well. Yes. But so we didn't get any discounts on the venue itself. Nope. But we did on most other vendors. Yeah. Which in retrospect, I'm like, cool, sweet. That was satisfying. We mm-hmm. basically got our wedding on sale. Mm-hmm. But actually, when I think about it, I actually think a lot of the things that we got on sale, like the the percentage that we saved were things that I'm not sure I would have sprung for anyway. Right. Well, it's like going to like an expensive clothing store where they have a huge sale. Yeah. Where instead of buying, you know, two things at the less expensive place at regular price, yeah. you now buy like 15 really expensive things <laughs> on sale and you end up spending three times as much. It's, <laughs> yeah, I actually think that's about exactly right. Even mm-hmm. though our wedding looked more expensive than it was, it was actually way more than we ever would have sprung for for ourselves without right. those discounts anyway. Yeah. So I don't know, it kind of came out even, I think. Yeah, yeah, I think it was worth it. Yeah. In retrospect, all the, you know, it's so funny. You put in so much time and effort into something, but then when you have such a nice time, it's worth it. If I learned one lesson about this wedding is it, you want to have great wedding memories. I think if you're going to spend money on some, a party ever in your life, Mm -hmm. you put it all in your wedding. Wow. That's a strong statement coming from you because you're usually the pragmatic one. No, I, a hundred percent. I, I, Really, this changed my view. I feel like the wedding should be a memory that's really excellent. Wow. Yeah, and to make it excellent, unfortunately, most times you have to spend some money, I think. Unless it's just, you know, there are special... Look, there's all sorts of intangibles that can make a wedding amazing without spending anything. Yeah. But I think to be safe, if you have a budget and you're willing to spend it. That's a caveat, if you have a budget. If you have a budget Mm -hmm. and you're willing to spend money, you should spend on the high end of your budget. (laughs) It's my takeaway. Well, okay. That's actually not what I would have expected you to say. I feel like my takeaway is slightly different, Hmm. which is to say, I think that the wedding industry kind of takes advantage of the this is this is happening once once in a lifetime make get it right mm-hmm. mentality the sort of narrative that you have you have one shot at this you ha- you're going to make all your memories it's all about the photos it's all about your this is the day you don't want to skimp on that day and i think there's a sort of fine line like i i get what you're saying and i agree but i also think that you know we got our venue or this venue included everything it included chairs tables linens silverware, dishes, glasses, sofas, everything you could imagine. And did I really need to also rent different chairs, different silverware, Mm -hmm. different plates, different glasses, different sofas? Yes, this happened. This happened. Would I have done that had it not been the wedding industry being like, this has to be right? And this is where I actually think the influencer thing kind of took over a bit is... 
I had this sort of anxiety over the fact that these photos were part of why we were getting discounts and therefore I wanted them to look good. Do you know what I mean? I feel like this sort of side of no, me of that course. was... It was, it was a, it was a vicious cycle it was. of trying to make everything perfect. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, this was a little extreme, but yeah. I will say that maybe aside from the sofa, I don't think I got any comments on the sofa. <laughs> that, that was pretty extreme to switch the sofa. When you told me that, I was like, okay, whatever. Well, Let's do what you need so to do. <laughs> But I did get comments about everything else. Yeah, people, that's true. People were, not that you need to get comments. That's not what makes a good wedding. Mm-hmm. But I'm saying people notice. I, I think it's a psychological loop where like if you st- see the way things are and they look really special, mm-hmm. you may give the occasion a more special energy yeah. than you would ordinarily. No, I agree with that. I, I do think that it gave it a sort of a certain something. Yeah. But the photos looked fantastic and yeah. they would not have if we had just used you know, they're the basic plates that this venue had that were meant to withstand. <laughs> like they were built for durability, we'll yes, put it that definitely. way, not for style. Right. Um, but I'm getting ahead of myself. So we started working with this planner. Thank God oh, for yeah. Sojourner Oof. because... I mean... I'm more of a like, yes, no, like I like this, I don't like that person than uh, I'm going to spend hours on Pinterest figuring out what it is I want exactly. And she was really good at sort of funneling things down into a multiple choice question yeah. for me over and over again. And then from there, I would ask you if I wasn't sure myself, but mm. I was pretty much the one calling the shots. Uh, it was asking me, was this humoring? <laughs> no matter what I said, you just pick whatever you were going to pick. Yeah. You were just trying to involve me, <laughs> which I appreciate. Yeah. So I'm trying to pick and choose which topics to talk about. Cause I don't think people need us to talk about how we chose black candles. <laughs> you know, mm. I don't think people care. They must know. <laughs> they must know. But uh, we'll talk about my dress because I think that might be of interest. No, I think so. All I knew is that I needed mine to be backless and I wanted it to not feel like a basic gown, but in ivory. This was important to me because mm. I wear gowns all the time for singing and I wanted it to feel bridal in some way or another. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I asked you what your request was about my dress if you had any. Mm. And to my surprise, you did have a request. Mm. Do you remember what you said to me? I do not. (laughs) So you have no idea what I'm about to say? I'm really excited. I have zero idea. You don't really? None. I asked you if there's any requests you had for my dress and you said, I want to be able to like touch you and hold you on our wedding day. Oh, right. And I don't want like a beaded or really heavily embellished. I I hate that feeling. (laughs) Don't you ever go in for like a sense? Oh, you don't know because you're a you're a girl. But like as a man, yeah. Sometimes you're like you're with a woman and you want to go in for like a sort of a sensual hug, yeah. not necessarily a sex hug. Yeah. Just like a <laughs> hug with someone you love, but have things you do together that are different than other people you love. <laughs> and you get all the like the the like thick beads and like like sharp edges and rough stuff and just texture differences. There's nothing good about that. Yeah. It's such an unsatisfying hug. Oh. Yeah. Well, it's not a good touch. It's not fun. <laughs> well, I heeded your request mm-hmm. mainly too because I didn't care about embellishments. It wasn't really my style. Yeah. And so the one thing I sought out for was a plane. You know what it's like? What? It's like hugging a tree. <laughs> <sighs> I mean, uh, hugging a tree, you know what you're getting. I mean, you're not you're not expecting a soft, sensual woman's body when you yeah. hug a tree. But it literally th- that's the thing. It's it's hugging bark. It's like bark. Yeah, you were really keen on me feeling touchable yeah. and huggable, which mm-hmm. is sweet. Yeah. 
That's what I wanted. So I, I think a man should have that on his wedding day, should be able to hug his wife without the interference of all sorts of beads and roughness well, and texture. Well, sometimes I think, you know, when people really want to make a big statement with their dress on their wedding day, it can look really spectacular to have this embellished dress. It just really wasn't what either of us were going for. So mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. it worked out. Yeah. And I was one of those women that uh, ended up getting two dresses. <laughs> yeah, you did. Do you remember this? I do. I'm testing how much you remember. I do remember this. Was I remember there were some tears. Yes, there no, were a there lot of tears. tears. So uh, I went to a bunch of wedding dress mm-hmm. stores, mostly by myself. Mm-hmm. And that's not because I have no friends. <laughs> but my parents are in Canada yeah. and they came to a few stores. They came down and we went to a few stores together. But I did most of my wedding dress shopping by myself because I am a lone shopper. Yeah. you. I'm a solo shopper. No one. It's like Picasso doesn't need an assistant to tell him how to make a picture. <laughs> You're the greatest. What I'm saying is, I feel okay, this is a very flattering comparison. You are the greatest shopper I have ever known. And I think wow. possibly the greatest shopper on earth. You just, I've seen, and, and this is nothing to do. You could, if you have a $20 budget, you can go into a store and get something great. I've seen this done. Yeah. I'm you good. Can, I'm a good shopper. It's, 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 to, I, I don't even, this is not, I'm not making small talk here because I do ha- probably need to make small talk because I don't remember a lot of the things about this <laughs> wedding that you do. So I'm kind of in a, in a hole here, but I have seen you go into a store, not seen you. This is what happens almost every time into a men's store, like some, te- some um, sample sale where it's like all picked over and it's like, it's a mess to just walk in, like feel some things, just rub them, go through the aisles and come back with Literally the perfect thing for me that's 90% off and fits me perfectly. And I need it. It's something I need. I I have a talent. I'm not going to lie. And that's for men. Forget about women. It's like supernatural. (laughs) Thanks. Yeah. I'm just saying it's true. They should know about this talent. (laughs) Okay. Thank you. Mm. So I was solo shopping and I found a dress that I very much liked. Mm-hmm. And I have to first, and I, I want to say this because I feel like the Shandies are like-minded people. Mm-hmm. I went into this thinking, because I think, again, society tells us that I was going to have a moment where the dress was, I was going to put on the dress and yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. I was going to burst. Like, like, like in Say Yes to the Dress. The yeah. Show. yeah. Yeah. I was going to put on the dress, the with a capital T, mm-hmm. dress with a capital D, the dress. And no, and I was going to burst into tears and it was going to be a feeling and it was going to be something sort of out of my body and just this feeling of knowing. And I previously would have thought that was a load of horse shit. Yeah. But since having met you and for the first time in my life, having felt, despite all my skepticism, about the one or feeling like I know, or, you know, meeting someone who you can just jump into getting married to and knowing that that's it. Yeah. I never thought that was possible until I met you. And so I guess something about that experience made me think that when it came to the wedding, it was all going to kind of feel like that. Oh no, it's just me. (laughs) (laughs) So I put on this dress and it was hands down my favorite dress I tried on. Mm Mm-hmm. And it was, again, in my budget, this was important to me. I was very budget conscious with this yeah. wedding because I was well aware that things would rack up quickly. Yeah. yeah, we were both getting sort of a little overwhelmed by the the 
The accumulation. The, the accumulation. Of that's the thing. No yeah. single thing was bank yeah. breaking. But and then you get to a point where it's like you can't go back. Like you, once you get to a certain point, you have to keep just accepting the increases, <laughs> and it's that's it. Yeah, you're just, you're and you in. put you put in, the word wedding in. or bridal in front of anything, and like wedding cake, yeah. wedding dress, yeah, everything, yeah, bridal like, veil, like all these things are not actually. Oh, that it's expensive like women's separately. dry cleaning. It's like dry cleaning a woman's shirt versus dry cleaning a man's shirt. What is it? Wait, like, is 50? it? 50% more expensive. Oh, yeah. Serious? Oh, it's a total, it's a total racket. It's a scam. Women get screwed at the dry cleaner all the time. Oh, my God. You didn't God. know that? No, I didn't. Have you ever dry cleaned a man's clothing? I didn't. I guess not. I haven't. It's like, honestly, 50% cheaper. Wow, that's kind of messed up, actually. Oh, it's totally messed up. And no one, there, there should be people picketing in the street about it. <laughs> there should be riots. But no one's ever said anything. No one's ever really done anything about it. <laughs> So yeah, this first dress, I was like, I think this is as good as it's going to get for me. Did you cry? No. Did you tear up? No. Did you feel any emotion? No, but I'm a robot when it comes to this stuff. So all the the stories were untrue. They were. I was mostly just stressed. Kayla cried. I saw her on TV. Yeah. Kayla and I are a little different that way. Mm. Well, the other thing too is Kayla is very much like she, her wedding day was like her thing. Like she dreamed of her wedding day we've talked about this at length yeah. like how we're so different with this and i don't know if it's a cultural thing how she was raised versus how i was raised or yeah, just yeah. a personality thing i'm sure it's a bit of every yeah, yeah. all of those a d all of the above by the way just to, sorry to interrupt yeah uh, i want to hear this but if you want to see the cutest crying of anybody in history watch kayla quinn's say yes to the dress yes. it when she picks the right dress and she starts crying it's uh, it's like something out of a Disney cartoon. It, yeah. Well, first of all, Kayla is a walking Disney character. She is. And second of all, that's what I was half expecting yeah. for myself. And I'm a little jealous, if I'm honest. Yeah, you didn't get that sweet, sweet cry. I didn't get that sweet, sweet cry, that moment of just knowing. Instead, I got a dress that I was like, I don't picture myself finding a dress I like better than this. Mm-hmm. Nice. Pragmatic. <laughs> Yay, so romantic. Mm -hmm. And so I ordered that dress. It was from an Australian designer. And then finally the dress arrives. And at this point, it's seven or so weeks out from the wedding. Mm -hmm. Should I cue the dramatic music here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so I get the dress and I'm thinking this is where I might cry. (laughs) So I'm I'm thinking this is where I might cry. I'm super excited because now... Now it's going to... Oh, sorry. Okay, go ahead. Oh, God, you're giving me anxiety. So I thought that maybe this is where I might cry because now the dress is my size, right? Because in the store, it's many sizes too big and they clamp it. And it's... You're working with an idea, really. Mm -hmm. And this dress came and not only did I not cry for the right reasons, it was two sizes too small. I remember. This was not a good day in the household. No, I think something must have happened with Australian sizing or I don't know what happened. I didn't gain a pound. I was very on top of not gaining a pound. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And (laughs) I saw that. (laughs) What's funny is I didn't really diet for for the wedding day, but I was conscious of not gaining any weight. No, but it, it, I think your weight fluctuated by like an ounce for the <laughs> for the year before the wedding. I was didn't want to put myself in a position where I had to lose weight. Yeah. I was okay with my weight in general, but I didn't want to be in a position where a month before the wedding, I was like, oh shit, I have to lose yeah. 
five pounds or something. I've seen it. I've seen people lose 50, 60 pounds. It's incredible. Yeah. yeah it's, it is incredible. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the dress didn't fit. It was way too small and too small to the point where like it couldn't be taken out. There was not enough material to work with. So I had to ship it back to Australia. And at that point I was in full blown panic mode because I was, I think six weeks out or so from the wedding. And I was no longer in the territory where I could order a dress. I was now in off the rack territory. Mm. rush territory Ooh, or territory no one wants to be in. oh no Oof. and so i did another Off round of wedding. wedding dress shopping here just be again this was just as a backup because my first dress was supposedly going to come back and fit me perfectly mm. but i was now concerned yeah i was very concerned no i remember this was a very scary time yeah i was a very i was a nervous wreck at this mm -hmm. time i was going to wedding dress stores just about every day. Yeah. And there was this one dress that I saw after hours on Pinterest that I saw the back of it and I was like, I like that dress. Yeah, yeah. And it turned out it was no longer being made. It was like an old model, mm -hmm. but there was still a floor model at this wedding dress store in Pennsylvania. And so I, I took a Greyhound bus. <laughs> on my own on a day trip to Pennsylvania. You were just working every day, nine to five, and I was like yeah. off doing this I had shit. no idea what was going on. I just assumed that by our wedding day, you'd have a dress. <laughs> I'd yeah. show up and I'd be wearing something yeah. white. I didn't want to know how that sausage was made. I was just had my head down. I think you were stressed for me. Yeah, it was a pretty rough time. So I went to this wedding dress store in Philadelphia and I was like, okay, I like this dress. Again, it was not a crying moment. I was like, but I was thinking this is the closest, even closer than dress number one. This is the closest I'm going to so get. So you came a little closer to crying this time. Yeah. There were just so many things that needed to be changed about the dress. Yeah. They were willing to sell me the floor model, but it was too many sizes too big and kind of in rough shape, honestly. Mm -hmm. I'd be willing to get it, I think, if it were the right size. So I ended up finding one, another one of the same dress model on preownedweddingdresses.com. Wow. Yeah, that's right. I Not this. sponsored. No. I paid for all of this out of pocket. No. And it was still a size too big, but... You can work with it. Yeah. So I met this girl in her work office in Midtown, tried on her dress in her corporate bathroom, and then stood in her office and PayPal'd her. <laughs> Amazing. across from her desk and walked out with a dress. Oh, uh, that's pretty much the standard story of how everyone gets their <laughs> wedding dress. <laughs> it was very unglamorous and I took it straight to the tailor. So that was that. The dress is out of the way. And so during all this time, of course, we had a tasting. And by the way, that tasting. The highlight. I remember <laughs> that as vividly, if not more vividly than our actual wedding. Oh, yeah, me too. I seriously, to this day, like I can remember every course. That was, was the best meal I've ever had in my life. That was very important to us is that the venue had good food mm -hmm. and we were a little nervous. We knew we had heard good things, but it was at this tasting where we were like, oh, sweet. Because yeah. I've got to be honest, wedding food a lot of the time. Well, you're cooking for so many people. It's always going to be, it's like a cruise ship. Like even if the yeah. cruise chef is amazing, he's got to cook for three, four, five hundred people. You know, yeah. It's like ridiculous. Like how perfect can it really Everything's be? Everything's going to be cooked a little wrong. Yeah. You know, it's going to be, there's going to be no love, yeah. no love at all. Yeah. Zero love. Uh-huh. Just skill. Yeah. <laughs> so this meal was incredible. I'm so glad we got to have this meal mm -hmm. because I don't know about you. 
I forget. I think about, I, I feel like I didn't eat anything at our wedding. Well, I just remembered people saying, make sure you find time to eat. And no. man, were they right. Oh, they were so right. Okay. I feel like we should move this along because I'm not sure how much people care about the planning part of this. Mm, I don't yeah. know. I don't know what you guys want. I'm I, just... don't, I have no idea. <laughs> okay. So I ordered a cake. I decided I didn't want a white cake. I wanted a cake that I knew was going to be delicious. And so I ordered a mm. Momofuku cake. And it was delicious. And it was delicious. The one real like custom thing that we got for the wedding was a custom felted cake topper. Oh my gosh. Which I mean, was very cute. And actually, so for those cute. of you who don't know where the animals at the beginning of the Deer Shandy, the Deer Shandy logo basically yeah. comes from, it actually originates from Andy calling me his yellow canary and me calling him my silver fox. And we had, uh, we found this amazing talented artist on Etsy and she hand felted us these animals for a cake topper. And we still have it in the apartment it was just the most delightful oh, little man. thing. This was a little gift to ourselves. Cause she was great. I don't know how much else about the wedding was really bespoke like that. Yeah. And this was a nice little souvenir. I never would have thought the the thing that I really cared about was our cake <laughs> topper, but here we are. And so, yeah, actually that's where the animals come from yeah. at the beginning of Dear Shandy. Okay. So let's get up to the wedding now. I don't know. Oh wait, the wedding dress. So this wedding dress, I replaced the straps. I lowered the back. I took it in. There was a lot of very stressful fittings. I actually covered this a lot in a blog post. So I'll link that below. I don't know if people want me to go into too much detail, but suffice to say, leading up to the wedding, I never tried on the dress officially until our wedding day. Wow. Really? Officially. Yeah. I got it. I got it the day before and I bought a bunch of different earrings that I was going to return if they didn't look good. I kept the pair that I thought looked best. So I just had like a bunch of backups. It was very haphazard mm. and stressful. Wow. The wedding dress situation was just such a nightmare. Again, I wanted a Kayla Quinn crying, you say yes to the dress moment. Yeah. I really did. To be honest, I don't know if that's meant to be for some personalities. The thing is, the crying about the dress, I think, is more attached to the emotion about your feelings about your wedding in general. Yeah. And I don't think you had an enormous amount of emotion about the wedding. You just wanted to have a fun party. Yeah. No, that's true. Because we were already married, yeah. first of all. And the again, the driving force behind us having a wedding was my fear of regret. It's sort of hard to get too... I don't know, moved by the whole thing. No, I agree. Like if it was a dress that you were going to wear in a coffin, you could, I could see you crying <laughs> about it. <laughs> anyway, I guess this is my way of saying that any women out there who did not cry or, or are shopping for dresses right now and hoping for that moment, I'm just trying to say that I think you're normal yeah. too if it doesn't happen for you because mm -hmm. it certainly didn't happen for me. No. Okay, so let's get to the wedding day. So the day before... My friend Miranda drove me to the tailor to get the dress and then to a hotel room that mm -hmm. we spent the night separately. Ooh, <laughs> yes, because we wouldn't, <laughs> we wouldn't want to touch each other before our wedding. <laughs> and you came the next morning in a, and you were in a different suite getting rid of the guys. And the morning of the wedding, my dear friend Alexa, she was one of my bridesmaids. She's also a wonderful yoga teacher. She gave me a private class there in the hotel room that morning. Yeah. Which apparently is a thing. <laughs> apparently a lot of brides do this, by the way. Mm -hmm. Like the pre-wedding yoga. That's just something that I'm not surprised about at all. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then my girls came in. I had four bridesmaids total, two of sisters, and then Miranda and Alexa. And hair makeup. It's pretty nice. par for the course. Did you shower the morning of the wedding? I Okay, so I had a system. 
I shower, I washed my hair and showered the night before and did self tanner. Mm-hmm. And then the next morning, the morning of the wedding, I showered my body only to take off the self tanner smell. But so I was nicely tanned. I didn't want to do a spray because I was worried it would be too much. I didn't want to be too tan. Interesting. <laughs> Good to know. Did, I, did you get more answer than you bargained for? There's with a little that? more, yeah. A little more. I was looking for a yes or no, but I actually, this is a secret I've been keeping to myself for quite some time. I did not shower the morning of my wedding. <laughs> um, I woke up. And I, I had like a, like a busy morning that morning. Yeah. It's kind of sucked. What were you so busy doing? I was just busy. I was dealing with work stuff. Really? Yeah. The morning of the wedding. Oh, yeah, because our wedding was on a Friday. Yeah. That's true. So I was doing work stuff and I, I was like, I looked in the mirror and I was like, yeah, I, I look all right. <laughs> I don't think I need to shower. Wow. So that's I just hardcore. put on some uh, deodorant, got out of the house. <laughs> that was it. I didn't shower. Okay. I'm okay. With, I didn't notice. I told myself I was going to make a game time decision. Okay. Wake up in the morning, look in the mirror. If I look acceptable, no shower. If I look a little messy shower in general i think we both took our wedding a little less seriously than a lot of people do yeah like just even that well i kept thinking when i woke up i was like a lot of guys are like going to like the 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 bar they get a professional shave they get a professional cut they get like some facial stuff like that was real low budget wedding physical prep for me yeah i literally didn't do anything i I didn't wash my face when i woke up i literally nothing was done to my hair face or body (laughs) Before I got into my tuxedo. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, you looked handsome. I like you a little rumpled. I think I look sometimes better when I don't shower. Yeah. I think a shower takes away my my sheen, <laughs> takes away my oily sheen. <laughs> <laughs> Your natural yeah, oils. My natural musk and oils. Uh, so we did the big reveal. So mm-hmm. you were waiting in that sort of courtyard thing. Yeah. And of course, there was a videographer, photographers, all the things. That was cute. So, I Andy, like what were your thoughts when you saw me for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> you now, in, in all seriousness, you, you, you this, were, a, this was a slow play fishing. Yeah, this, compliment. Is a, <laughs> this whole thing led to this moment Four year compliment. No, no, you looked I, I you do literally took my breath away. Did you? OK, but for real, did you have any moment where you were like, wow, she looks different? You just looked so glamorous. So like made up. Oh, so it wasn't really that I looked more beautiful. It was more that... No, you looked optim. You looked like... Optimized. Like steroids. You looked like <laughs> Charlene on steroids. <laughs> was any sense of you like, oh, she's wearing a white dress. This is so momentous. You can be honest. No. Me neither. No. When I saw you in your tux, I was like, okay, we're doing this funny thing now. I just always saw it as a party. Because yeah. first of all, we had already been married yeah, for like we two have years. To, that's the thing. Years. We have to stress that part. Yeah. We had our official wedding Mm. two and a half years after city hall right but what was funny is even the city hall thing i think both of us knew that that might not be it and so we didn't have this sense of finality about it either and i think i don't know if that's a good thing both of them had this sort of sense of like haha this is funny yeah we never had that serious like oh we're getting married moment never we kind of somehow detoured around that yeah but all good like i don't really need that oh we forgot to touch on how much that officiant sucked at city hall oh my god she phoned it in so she hard she was the worst but i mean you know you got to give her a break she's probably done that was like her 800th wedding no i mean marriage. i'm not giving her a break i'm sorry if your job is to marry people at city hall that's your job do you know how much worse a job could be than that you're right you get to see like happy people 
every single day coming together. They're waiting in line. Some of them are holding little bouquets. Yeah. You get to just marry people over and over and over again. I'm sorry. There are worse jobs out there. I agree. But I don't think that that woman, her dream was to be that. I think what happened <laughs> is she went to City Hall and was like, what jobs do you have open? And they're like, we don't really have, oh, we have the, the wedding officiant. Oh, we have one position there. And she'd be like, oh, yeah, I'll do that. I have to admit she married people or at least married us in the way that tracks with what you're saying. Yeah. Like it didn't seem like she wanted to be there. No, there was one job open and she took it and she that was, was wedding officiant. Yeah, she was less friendly than the person at the DMV. It felt like we were taking up her time. Yeah, she seemed we put out by her. us being there. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, it's the most important day of your life. <laughs> not hers, though. It's not well, the most important day of her life. I think that that is a key thing you're touching on that colors a lot of our perspective when it comes to our weddings mm-hmm. or marriages is the fact that neither of us saw it remotely as the most important day of our lives. No. Meeting you... And honestly, proposing to you were two way more important days for me. Yeah. To me, the meeting was the, that's it. Oh, yeah. Like that was was the moment our lives changed was meeting. Getting married is sort of like, I don't even think our lives would be any different today had you never proposed and had us not ever gotten married. I agree. I think that the whole concept of the wedding being the most important day of your life is very antiquated. I think it's back when literally like, you didn't even kiss each other before you got married. And then then the wedding, yeah. believe me, that is the most important day of your life because you're getting laid after that. <laughs> yeah, leading up to that point, you're like, oh, I saw a glimpse of ankle. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, some wrist. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. I yeah. think that's where it comes from. But let's face it, the wedding is such a foregone conclusion. Yes. It's like, I mean, sure, some people get cold feet and you hear these stories about like people leaving someone at the altar, but that's yeah. one in a million. It's a far gone conclusion. Yeah. You know, everyone knows when they go to a wedding that people are getting married. It's not like that's a up, you know, it's up for debate. Like, <laughs> oh, do you think they're going to get married today? It's I, not a big deal. The big it, deal is the knowing you're going to get married or meeting the person that you decide that this is a possibility with. with. Yeah, no, I totally Totally agree. Obviously, we agree on this. Okay, so I saw you when we did the big reveal. What I will say (laughs) is that the wedding, if done right, should be the best party of your life. Yes, I like that. Yeah, the best party. Not the most important day, but the best party. A party you look back and like, of all the parties I've been to, and I'm not talking about some rave where you got super high and like, you know. (laughs) That doesn't Saw count. like Jesus. Yeah. I'm talking about just like a really meaningful, good, happy, all around, all your friends, all yeah. your family, like good party. The wedding should be that. Yes. Okay. So I'm, I'm trying to go along in chronological order here. So mm-hmm. big reveal. I see you. I think, I mean, again, I think that you look very handsome. I don't know if I'm having this like, oh, I didn't cry. No. No, no. sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> we did uh, a marathon of photos. Mm-hmm. The most stressful photo taking session ever, although our photographers were wonderful and made it as seamless as possible. Although it did feel like from the moment I got to the venue, and I'm sure from the moment you got to the venue, until the actual ceremony started, I felt like I was on the clock, like we were working. Yes. Like it was just a job. I couldn't agree more. It was, it was very tiring. Yeah. So we go to the venue yeah. and yeah, it's time for the ceremony. Mm-hmm. We decided to incorporate a couple of Jewish traditions in our non-denominational ceremony. Yes. We 
had some friends speak. Yeah. And we had a, a girlfriend of mine, Kate. She performed. This is actually cute. We, we can tell yeah. this part. The uh, song from The Fantastics. The Fantastics. Yeah. yeah. So the first musical Andy and I ever went to together was The Fantastics. Mm-hmm. It was your favorite musical as a and child. And my dad's favorite musical. And the song was called? It Was You. Yeah. Which feels relevant. Yes. <laughs> and... What's interesting about the Fantastics with our relationship was I recall that being one of the first moments I realized, I realized I was falling in love with you. No, I really knew that you were kind of it for me was you were talking about the Fantastics and we were laying on the bed Mm -hmm. and you were singing it and we were like watching YouTube videos and you started to cry. Yeah. Do you remember this? I do remember this. It was just such beautiful music and it reminded you of your childhood. It had been your father's favorite musical and you got to share it with me and we were sort of humming it together. It was just this very like intimate. Well, I always, I just felt like I knew I was with my person and then that song always meant a lot to me. And I always sort of wistfully thought that one day I would see that musical with my person. It's very specific, but I realized then that you were my person and I was singing the song and it happened. And it was very touching. Oh. Okay, so yeah, it was you. Our, our friend Kate arranged it with string quartet, mm-hmm. and that was performed at the ceremony. And two of our friends who have each been in very successful long-term relationships, my friend Miranda, one of the bridesmaids, they don't have kids, but meanwhile your friend Graham, they do have kids. Mm-hmm. They each spoke about love yes. and what, you know, what it takes, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so the ceremony, by the way, was short. I wanted a short 30 minutes or less ceremony because yeah. I feel, I don't know, this is, again, it comes down to sort of feeling like a center of attention. Mm-hmm. I didn't think anyone wanted to sit through a ceremony that was more than 30 minutes. Yeah. That's just my hang up. I agree. So the ceremony just whizzed by. Yeah. In no ret- one likes a long ceremony. So in retrospect, would you change that or are you happy? No, the ceremony was perfect Yeah, length. I agree with that. I'm happy the ceremony was no yeah. longer. It was okay. perfect. Adrian did a great job. Yeah, Adrian. Our friend. Our friend Adrian. Yeah, a mutual friend. We wanted it to be someone who we felt was both of our friend. Yes. And not just one of our friend. Mm-hmm. And, and also who wouldn't screw it up. And yeah, who would who would do it justice, <laughs> yes. I guess. Yeah. Who, who didn't take it too seriously, too seriously but not seriously yeah, enough. Yeah, she was perfect. Yes. Little, well, we wrote our own vows. We oh, yeah. That. Oh, that's nice. Uh, honest, of course we wrote our own vows. Can you imagine <laughs> if we hadn't? Us. It's like the reason why we're having the damn wedding was because we wanted to write our own vows to each other. That's true. You're right. I personally, when I'm at a wedding and I hear, you know, like, they're like, oh, and now they will read their own vows. I'm like, oh, God. Oh, really? No, just because it's it's going to take a while and it's going to be like, you know, not very well done. I don't mean to toot our own horn, but we, we wrote a mean vow. We wrote a mean vow. Yeah, it was a good vow. Yeah. And then we had, like, after that, it was cocktail hour or whatever, lots of food. Mm hmm. This part went by in a whir. I mean, it was I, just, I, you're basically this day, a celebrity. I regret not getting any hors d'oeuvres. I didn't have a single we didn't hors eat, Yeah, we didn't eat at our wedding. Nothing. So we go upstairs and then it's dinner and speeches and all that stuff. I don't think people need to hear too much about that. Yeah. I feel like it's more personal. I feel like it's more like you had to be there, I guess. Uh, yeah, this is the part you had to be there. Yeah. I felt there was a, a very good vibe at the wedding. Like I felt surrounded by a good group of of people family and friends it was it was felt very celebratory and meaningful yeah i think that's to me the most memorable thing about the wedding was that moment where you look out at everyone there and you're like oh 
I met those, I met that friend when I was studying German in Berlin and that friend in high school and we were singing competitions together. And then that friend when waiting tables, my first year of college. Well, it feels like, it almost feels like what I would imagine, like, like right before you die and go wherever (laughs) you're going to go, heaven, hell or nowhere. Yeah. You know, you vision like right before you die, like the tunnel of light and you're like all your friends and family. Yeah. I would, I I feel it's like that kind of moment where it's like all the stages of your life represented by the people you've known in just one place, all celebrating your something. It The stages of your life are as represented in one moment in real life, palpably as it, can be yes. in this world because yes. I feel like otherwise it's just things or photos. The next or... thing is a funeral, <laughs> oh my God. which, which goes to my original analogy. <laughs> no, it's, it's a good point. And I think that that cannot be overstated because mm-hmm. to me, that feeling actually was worth having a whole wedding for. It was, it was because I didn't feel any different after the wedding no, than before the wedding. No. And I got to say, I didn't feel that way with City Hall either. Didn't feel anything different. Zero. No. We got married. It was like just one day, yeah. one, another day. Yeah. It was Nothing. just sort of this funny thing. And we got to call each other husband and wife after that. Yeah, which that was, was the fun. Thing. We were amused by yeah, that. That took that, even to this day, we sometimes say that and it's still funny. Yeah. But I would say in terms of a wedding, all those many months of planning, of tears, of stress, of money, that moment where you just you take a moment to breathe and you're looking out and you see, like you said, the stages of your life encapsulated in this room mm-hmm. and merging together because it's mine and yours combined yeah. is priceless. Absolutely. And I didn't realize that. Maybe I did realize it, but the pressure of the moment was so terrifying to me yeah. that I didn't want to deal with it. Yeah. But in in hindsight... It is truly the most magnificent party you'll ever have. Yeah. Assuming you're with someone you really should be with. I would imagine if you're marrying someone who you're like, mm-hmm, or there's a little problem, it may not be that great a memory. Yeah. Even though it should be. And also people have more fun at a wedding where the couple clearly is good. I think so. I've been at weddings where it's like, eh. And oh, there's really? a vibe. There's a vibe. There's a vibe. Ooh, kind of like when you're on a double date with a couple that's sort of, you know, they're not. On, yeah, they're not going to make going it. Well. Yeah. yeah. And it's, it's, it's it makes you uncomfortable. It's tension. We had great music. We had great music. We spent a lot of time thinking about the music. The two main things we were really hell bent on was good music and good food. Because, again, we wanted it to be a great party. Yeah. OK, so party favors. I did little ballet flats. They were called rescue flats. So ladies could change into yeah, you really flats thought about all the little instead details of heels. Yeah. we gave away black and white cookies from william greenberg the esteemed william the greenberg. esteemed yeah the classic new mm-hmm. york oh and the and the jewish traditions we did uh you broke the glass yep. at the end of the ceremony and at the reception we did the horror nice which was fun yeah the most denominational thing yeah the horror the most fun thing is, <laughs> we did yeah God. it's like what are the fun jewish things oh breaking glass and horror okay we got those <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay so now in retrospect because i think some people might be interested in this things we're happy we did and things that we regret and this can be like emotional or uh, logistical things or they can just be like i'm happy we got a photo booth anything what I regret 
actually is not having at least one prepared, somewhat prepared, non-vow speech. speech. Oh, interesting. I, I mean, I was okay. I made some jokes, but uh, it you was- You were very funny. It was funny. But you were the funniest on the spot anyway. It's true. My prepared speech would have been lame. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> I, I felt like there were some people I didn't, I don't know. I felt like maybe I didn't thank your parents enough publicly. There's things like I wanted to lay down that I didn't get to do. Yeah. But I kind of did it piecemeal later on the night. I was like, uh, yeah, you know, but, uh, yeah, I would have liked to have a little, maybe just one very short, just prepared. Thank you to the most important people and, you know, yeah. some pleasantries, but yeah. Okay. Other I've than got that, a, I got no regrets. Really? That's it? None. Oh, I have so many more. Oh, I got none. Okay. Let me roll up my sleeves. I will provide the regrets. Oh, wow. Okay. So regret number one, and I don't know if this is a hard regret because I'm not sure how differently we would do it, but we didn't do a receiving line. No, I want no part of a receiving line. I know. I, I didn't like the idea of a receiving line. It kind of adds to that feeling that we were dreading, we're which like, is feeling like celebrities yeah, are like, like having like a spotlight royalty. on us. Like, yeah. Come on. But whenever we tried to, as a pair, like make a point of going to each table, it and we got sidetracked. We we didn't spend a lot of the reception together at all, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like we and That's true. we ended up just sort of be, becoming these social butterflies, and you know, everyone's trying to talk to you all the time. Yeah. And we never, as a pair, went to every single table. We did it with some tables, but we never made it to every table and therefore there was never this set moment where we interacted with every single person at the wedding yes that's true and there and there were a handful of people that came to the wedding and left without ever talking to us at all but but i will say this a receiving line to me has the same feel of like a celebrity doing book signings at a, at a store oh i know what you mean like how yeah. I know it's like, how oh, personal so great is to it? see you thank you for coming and yes please move along no and i know next. what you mean i I so know what you mean. I don't know what I wish would have been done differently then, because I think I was expecting people to make a point of coming up to us, which a lot of people did. But some people, I think, feel shy. And I totally get that because I think I'm also kind of that person. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is that there were more than a couple of people that came to the wedding and left. And we never or at least both of us never interacted with them at all. Right, right. And I yeah. don't know how to really change that. I think you do that by as a pair going to every I table. I think it's there. I don't agree with your regret. Okay. <laughs> I regret that your regret is what it is. Okay. Because the, it's the job of everyone, all the guests to yeah. get access to the bride and groom. I don't think it's the bride, bride and groom have their hands full. There's uh, a lot of things going on. A receiving line is just very contrived. Well, and, it's and effective it, though. It's, it's effective. It does what it's supposed to do. Which yeah, you is, know what else is effective? Is like eating like a whole loaf of bread to get your daily calories. I mean, <laughs> it's not necessarily good. Okay, next thing that you're happy about or, or regret or something, a surprise. Am I allowed to be happy about things that were out of our control? Yeah. I was really happy that the weather decided <laughs> to be very cooperative. Yeah, we got lucky with the weather. <laughs> okay, I think I've got another regret. Uh-oh. I mean, I, I want this to be helpful if there's anyone planning a wedding. There yeah, are certain things that I wish I had. Yeah, make sure there's good weather. Very yeah, important. Yeah, work on that. Yeah. There's a couple of things. So just to get even to go further back in time, I was really hung up on stationary, like looking a certain way and matching like the, mm. the save the date, matching the invites yeah, and yeah. blah, 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 blah. We really needed to get save the dates, whether or not they were 
from a card site online or yeah. if, even if it was just a piece of paper or whatever, we needed to get that in the mail sooner. And instead we got bogged down and they oh, were late right. yeah. because I was so hell bent on it matching. Mm-hmm. So I think, mm-hmm. I mean, it's classic me to yeah. do that, to sort of focus on these little like things that don't matter when no one gives a shit. Like people mm-hmm. no just one. need to know no what's one. the date, you know? Yeah. No one has ever said, oh, that wedding was great, but oh, that saved the date, boy. Yeah. That was special. Yeah. So anyone who else who's kind of leans OCD the way I do, I would bear that in mind. Yeah. Next regret is, and this was sort of a function of, it was a domino effect. We ordered linens because of course, mm. like I said, things kind of got out of hand. Yeah. See, that's a great example. The linens. I had or like rented linens, even though the venue provided white basic linens, but we, you know, rented these like cool linens. Mm-hmm, <laughs> these mm-hmm. weren't like other linens. These were cool linens. Mm-hmm. The linens ended up going to the wrong address and not arriving at all. And yeah. so our wedding planners, two of them out of three had to go up and like rearrange the tables with these different linens Mm -hmm. and therefore leaving only one to look after us and no one to be out there where the ceremony was going to take place. So it was a domino effect. And my point in mentioning this is, did I need to rent linens? No. No. Like we didn't notice that the white linens were white starchy linens. Like, no, like I think that I, again, I got too caught up on these silly details mm-hmm. and not the big picture. Meanwhile, this is something I really wish that someone had paid attention to was the fact that since both of those planners or the planner and her assistant were up there at the restaurant part yeah. with the tables, no one was in the ceremony area making sure that the seats at the front oh, were filled. God. And again, we're not in a big church where there's 500 seats and all these pews we were, it was a 100 person wedding. I don't know why there were so many extra seats. Well, the I don't, front, that, that is something I'm a little miffed about, honestly, but yeah, about the venue. Someone, where someone dropped the ball. Someone there. dropped the ball. Yeah. But I'll put it this way. All our photos from our ceremony, our wedding looks kind of empty. Yeah. And I was extremely upset when yeah, I saw that. Yeah, I was pretty upset about that too. Because I felt like that was very preventable. Yeah. And Again, we're not in a church. It just made it look like well, we problem, just had like a dozen people the, at our the wedding. The problem was, is the right side of the wedding seating was heavy, was packed. Yeah. And the left side where most of the camera angles were going yeah, to yeah. Was, was, was like half filled. Yeah. So and it was what totally it needed up. was someone to be like, everyone move, move up. Move up. Just move up. Because every, and I, I understand this too, as a guest, you don't want yeah, to be at the be front. front. Yeah. You're like, I'm yeah. not important you enough to be You want to be on your front. phone, you know, while yeah. they're doing the vows, like checking the sports <laughs> scores, looking at the weather. Yeah, I really, I'm just, to this day, I just feel such a, a pain in my heart about that just because all the ceremony photos, I've like, we've had to crop them strategically. Like, I have such a remorse over something so preventable. Mm. And and I know that sounds dumb because, of course, the wedding was beautiful and perfect in so many ways. But yep. a huge reason why we had this wedding was for the photos. I mean, isn't that why people <laughs> have weddings nowadays, especially? And I hate that our ceremony photos, I dislike most of them because it looks like we have no one at our wedding. I honestly think it's so preventable that most people should never have to worry about that. Yeah. Okay, so next thing, surprise or uh, regret or or thing that you're happy about. I regret not eating. <laughs> I still feel like like I, I need to get even with that food. Yeah, going into the wedding, everyone who had had a wedding was like, don't forget to eat, don't forget mm-hmm. to eat, don't forget to eat. You will forget to eat, don't forget to eat. Yeah, I didn't listen. 
Yeah, I, I did listen. I, you you listened. Yeah, you, you ate were, some. Oh, there was a point where people were still trying to talk to me, and I was like, "Excuse me," and I went and <laughs> sat down at the table. You were gone. You were, your oh, yeah. food was sitting next to me, getting cold, oh. and I just sat there eating. I ate my entire meal. Wow. Yeah, good I took you. out like a 10 minute solid to just yeah. pack it back. And it was a good call. I just got wasted and lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I respect that. I have a surprise. Hmm. That was how difficult seating would be. The Ooh, guest yeah. list and seating. Yeah, it was like quantum mechanics. <laughs> yeah, for, maybe for you, quantum mechanics. For me, it was just emotional turmoil the entire yeah. time. But we wanted 100 people. We knew that 30% would RSVP no. Mm-hmm. And we invited like basically one twenty five, one thirty. I would say yeah. one thirty to one forty, and we ended up at exactly a hundred. That was beautiful. Yeah, it works. Pe- yeah. That people were not lying about that number. Yeah, it was perfect. They were not exaggerating. Isn't no, that funny? they weren't. It's yeah, exa- it's like math. That's how people are. Yeah, thirty percent of people don't go to a wedding. Yeah. <laughs> Any other surprises, regrets? Let me think. I mean, I use this as a joke example. The photo booth. Spring for a photo booth. Oh, 100%. Worth every penny. It was more expensive than I wanted. I didn't get the discount I wanted. There were so many issues with the photo booth. Like, it's just from like me being like, oh, I don't need that, but I want that. And eventually, I will say this. Everything that I felt that way about Mm -hmm. that I did end up splurging on, I'm so happy I did. Oh, and you know what? For me, the best splurge was buying the extra hour. Oh, yeah, that's a... I wish we bought two. Yeah. We had the option when booking or at least, you know, a couple of weeks in advance mm-hmm. to pay, I forget how much, but it wasn't cheap. It wasn't cheap, but it was worth it. Yeah. To- I mean, you're talking about extending a party. Well, like you, the last hour is the most important part. Yeah. Especially, it's not like the party's ending at six in the morning. Yeah. It's ending at a reasonable time. So are you going to end basically- the best part of your life at midnight? Yeah, or are you yeah. going to end the best part of your life at 1 a.m.? I think it was one and then we ended at two. Wasn't that what we did? Oh, I or think was it, it was 12th? midnight and then we ended it at 1. No, I think it was 1230 and 1.30. I think you're right. Yeah, something like that. And yeah. I regret not going till 2.30. 2.30, yeah. yeah. People were ready to go. It was still going. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That you're right. And you're not allowed to do it in the moment. You have to do it in advance. Yeah. You, yeah. Because in the moment we're like, can we, can we pay yeah, this it's just to like keep a going? Try, like, <laughs> let's throw an envelope at the guy. Because a couple of us tried to find a bar nearby. We did find a place. Yeah, we had fun. Okay. But it wasn't yeah. the same. No, it wasn't the same. No. Okay. Oh. Don't have a band. <laughs> don't pay for a band. Yeah. I don't want to say that if you have a band, it's a bad call. However, we put a lot of thought into this. Mm-hmm. We decided that we cared more about. Okay. I have to think about how I word this carefully because I'm not saying that if you have a band, that's not a good call. I am. <laughs> Unless that band happens to be. Amazing. Yeah. It's like the Rolling Stones. The thing about bands is it's a huge cost to have a live huge band. Huge cost. A huge cost. And that's a spot where we decided to curb costs and, oh, and we, we and, got a good DJ instead. And to interrupt, if it's not a huge cost, you don't have a good band. Oh, like you, you skimp a on a point. band, you're going you're gonna to be sorry. That's a good point. And also, I don't want a band doing their version of songs. I want to have the version that the artist did. That's, on the studio so recording. You're making, you're making an I important want. point because I've been to a few weddings with bands and let's say Dancing Queen comes on. I'm actually more likely to dance to Dancing Queen when it's ABBA's Dancing Queen and not some cover band I never heard of's version of, of Dancing Queen. Of course you are. Yeah. But I'm not dissing. If you, people have a band, I'm sure Look, it works out well. First of all, well. if you have a band and you pay for it, you're going to pay a lot. 
because you have to, because you have to pay a lot to get a good band. You don't want a shitty wedding band. <laughs> and if you have that good wedding band, you better make sure your acoustics are on point. Mm. Because if they're not, even that good band is going to sound like shit. <laughs> So we're happy we had a DJ. We also really are directed the music a lot. We had yeah. a list. We were those people. That was a good one. I'm glad you remembered that. Mm -hmm. Thank you. <laughs> oh, I have some surprises when it comes to like RSVPs and stuff. Mm -hmm. One of our guests showed up with a plus one without RSVPing for them or even being invited one. Strong move. That was. <laughs> <laughs> we actually didn't find out till after the fact. We did see this woman on his arm and we were like, who's that? But. You know, you just don't, you're so it's distracted. Mystery, yes. Yeah. And we found out later from our planner that she was his new girlfriend. He brought her, yeah. which is pretty bold. Yeah. And they had to scramble for an extra seat and well, placement. Well, luckily her. someone did bail out. Actually, two people bailed well, out so, yeah, at that's the last gonna, minute. Yeah. So one of our friends showed up to the ceremony and left. Randomly just left. He thought it was over for he's some the, reason. He's the type of person who does that. He's completely out to lunch. <laughs> and then the uh, there was another friend that came only to the dinner and not to the ceremony. You know what? Having a wedding makes you behave differently as a wedding guest in the future. Yeah. I will never again procrastinate when RSVPing for a wedding. No. Nor will I procrastinate with telling them if something comes up and I need to change plans. Well, it's like, it's literally like you were, you're, you're the, the head of NASA and you're trying to launch this new spaceship <laughs> that's going to stop an asteroid from destroying the earth. <laughs> and like, you're waiting on some dumb report that like some little tiny report that's going to help. <laughs> that you can't launch the thing without the report on this stupid engine part. And this guy's like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to it. I had a big weekend, you know. Do you have any other takeaways? Oh, Invite all your fence sitters. I agree with that, actually. Mm -hmm. We really hemmed and hawed over that specifically. Like, you know, if there's someone you had sort of fallen out of touch with or maybe things hadn't been so great with them recently or just, you know, you, you can sort of make excuses to not invite a lot of people if you think about it. Everyone that we were on the fence about who we did invite, I'm so happy we did. Me too. Meanwhile, there were fence sitters we did not invite, and I kind of regret not having done it. Me too. Okay, I think that's it. Overall takeaways, I will say, even though we're, we were very budget conscious mm -hmm. and just in general are frugal people, yeah. and you know, obviously we got a lot of discounts, but like I said, I do think that it sort of ended up being even because we ended up spending way more than we had intended to, yeah. even with freebies. Yeah. I will say that for the most part, the things that we spent extra money on, we did not regret having done that for because we never spent out of our means for things. Mm -hmm. And in the long run, we have since forgotten about the money, but we really well, loved never, our wedding. I'll never forget about the wedding. And I, and I say that f with no insincerity. Yeah. Like I will never forget. It was a great time. I feel like it was a real... Like it was mission accomplished. Yeah. Like we had a good wedding and... I think about it all the time. Yeah. I feel like us feeling this way about our wedding is sort of surprising. Mm -hmm. Like I, I picture us more so being like, oh, we spent all that money on that wedding. It was only one day and it was fun and all, but I would rather have that money back. But actually, even though we're both conscious of that and yeah. don't like to spend money stupidly, we really loved our wedding day and have no regrets about having had it. And having spent yeah, what we did on it. And I'm not a wedding guy. Yeah. I never was. I, I, I really was. I spent a good portion of my life dreading my wedding. <laughs> okay. 
Got it. Mm-hmm. Overall, I think our takeaway with a wedding is surprisingly positive. As a matter of fact, I will say that maybe the most surprising thing in my whole life was how much I liked our wedding. <laughs> okay, I think that's a nice place to wrap. This was sort of an overwhelming topic because, you know, we're talking a year of planning and there's so many logistical things yeah. and details. So if we missed anything that you had hoped we would talk about, and this could be specifics about certain vendors or mm-hmm. just overall regrets or surprises or whatever, please ask in the comments and we'll do our best to answer them. And I should mention that this episode will land on December 30th. Mm-hmm. We're keeping with our tradition of doing a personal episode leading into the new year. And so again, we want to thank our Shandies, you guys, for our, I don't want to say amazing journey, but this the past year kind of has been an amazing journey with this podcast. It really has. It really has been a very warm embrace from the Shandies. Yes. And we, we see you and we appreciate it. And we wish you a happy 2022 filled with... Uh, Hopefully some more happiness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it looks a little better than the last two years have looked. Mm-hmm. If you enjoyed what you heard today, you know what we will ask of you. And that is to like subscribe, hit the notification bell, follow us on Instagram, tell your friends, leave us Apple and Spotify podcast ratings and reviews, mm-hmm. and generally do all the things you would do to support a podcast that you enjoy and consume. And on that note, I think that's a wrap, Andy. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much for tuning in, and we'll see you next time on Dear Shandy. Next year on Dear Shandy. <laughs> Bye.